Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 18 of the Worth More podcast. I am your host, Cami Bleese, and I am so excited that you are here today with me. And I'm really excited about today's topic. I know it might kind of sound like a little bit of a downer, but you should know me better. And I want to kind of help you figure out why your goals are too big and actually how to reevaluate, step back and then go and achieve them. So this is gonna be amazing for anyone who has a goal, and this just doesn't have to be a health goal, this can be a job goal, a personal goal, just anything in your life that you're really ready to commit to, this is the episode for you. So I'm really excited to get into that, but of course, I must share with you the way that I am feeling worth more this week. And I don't, necessarily know if this is, you know, me feeling worth more, but what I'm having to do a lot this week is to just remind myself that I'm worth more. You know, we have a lot of change happening. We're moving in a couple of weeks. My house, literally, I'm staring at so many boxes. Our bed is no longer on the bed frame. I am shifting clients and having to, you know, change aspects of my business. Um, We have tons of travel coming up in the next few months and it's all wonderful and incredible things. But sometimes when myself or maybe you, like when I get overwhelmed, I can start trying to control lots of different things just to feel like I am in control. And of course, an area that can easily become really susceptible is, again, judging my physical appearance and weight loss. You know, okay, I'm moving to Beachside and I'm going to be in Mexico soon with so many of my friends and all of a sudden I feel all of this pressure to try and make sure that I show up in a way that quote, quote, the world tells me is worthy. And what I have to remind myself is despite all this stuff going on, and I know you're super excited, you're still worthy no matter how you show up. And you don't need to work out more than you already are. You don't need to restrict yourself and not eat. You don't need to hold back from buying a cute kimono to wear at the pool. I am worth all of those things and I do not have to settle and I do not have to try and fit myself into this box and into this ideal image that I've been, you know, that's been shoved down my throat and that I am just worth more than that. And that's just something I've honestly been having to remind myself a lot this week and I think it's probably just because I'm a little stressed out. (laughs) And with that, you know, just comes sometimes a weakened defense system. Um, So that's just been something I'm really working through and really trying to continue build up that um, strength and that wall and that resistance. And, you know, luckily none of my actions have um, resulted in, you know, aligning with the way that I do not want to be acting or giving back into a lifestyle that I didn't want to do anymore. But it has been, you know, it always starts mentally and then you can choose to take action from that mental thought. And the nice thing is I'm able to catch that thought, process it and kind of push it away and choose a new thought. So 
that's me. That's how I'm making myself feel worth more this week. I hope that you are choosing to do that as well because you are absolutely and obviously so worthy of all of those things. And let's go ahead and jump right on in to this goal-focused episode. So the reason I wanted to talk about goals is because I was having a conversation with someone this week and she listens to this podcast. She will know who she is. I don't want to call her out or anything, but thanks for the thought and um, inspiration for this episode. But we were having a discussion and one of her goals was kind of trying to shift around eating out and choosing to eat healthier. And a lot of us know that when we're going out to eat, you know, most of the time we're probably not eating the healthiest option on the menu. Does that matter every time? No, but if you are choosing to try and make more intentional decisions, listen to your body more, then you know that you probably want to be eating that way more often. And eating out just kind of makes that harder. We have these routines, we have these go-to menu items, and so one of her goals was to not eat out for the month of May. And in theory, of course, it sounds easier said than done. And it's not a bad idea to kind of shift some of those habits, to challenge kind of some of the ways that you've been um, creating your day and creating your go-tos and choosing to make you cook more and expand your taste buds and all those things. But then the reality comes down to it, and it's way harder than you might originally expect. Of course, there are times where it's just you want to celebrate, or you have friends going out, or all these other reasons, and then you start to kind of justify why, okay, maybe this time, and okay, maybe this time. And basically, a couple weeks in, you're like, screw it, it's too hard, it's not worth it. Now... It was great because there was still so much that she learned from that process, and I think that there's a lot that we can learn about setting goals and not necessarily achieving them, but it got me thinking about how we choose to set goals, and I would like you to think about it right now. Have you achieved or are you continuing to pursue your New Year's resolution goals? Now, you know that I am not like, a huge New Year's resolution goal person because as much as I'm a fan of like a new year and a new season and a new perspective, I think that a lot of the time it's all kind of just BS and I'm not super with it, but are you still on that track? For most of you, the answer is probably no. And it's not that this was like a brand new you know, goal that had never been thought of. It's probably something that you've wanted to do before or you've wanted to do a long time. And yet again, here you are and that goal isn't achieved and you're not even closer than you thought you would be originally. And what this does is it can be so devastating to the belief in ourselves that we're capable of change, the belief in ourselves that we can actually achieve the things that we desire. And the reality is, is that's not true. You are capable of change. You are capable of achieving these goals. Yes, it can be challenging. Change is just challenging. Our minds and our bodies and our lifestyles are typically built around consistency, predictability, and no pain. And change and goal setting and growing goes against a lot of that. 
But at the end of the day, it's not that there's something wrong with your goal, at least not usually. What's wrong is how you're choosing to go about your goals. Your goals that you're setting for yourself right now are just too big. And in certain ways from your starting point, they're not realistic. Now, I'm going to do a little like asterisk caveat moment right here. You should dream big. And if you have a dream on your heart for yourself, sister, I'm right there with you. And I think that there's so much value in having those big, bold dreams and having those goals for ourselves. But what I have had to learn kind of the hard way is that hope is not a plan. And as much as you can hope for something, if you choose to take no action to get you there, you're going to just hope for the rest of your life and you're not going to actually achieve it. So yes, dream big, but after this episode, you're going to understand how to actually take a step back and work on smaller goals that allow you to achieve your bigger goal. And that is the great thing. That is what we want. I want you to feel lots of little wins so that eventually, all of a sudden, in a year or two years or five years or 10 years, whatever it takes you to get there, whatever your goal is, you can look back and be like, holy smokes, I did it. I achieved it. And instead of making these big grand changes that I had to do in six months, I gave myself two years and I chose to do something small every single day. That is a really important principle from Darren Hardy, who wrote the book, The Compound Effect. It's something I believe so strongly in. If you have not read this book, it's such an easy read, so it's probably a great audiobook as well. But he has some really amazing examples about choosing to do something small every single day rather than something big every once in a while. You know, you can have all the oomph behind some of these actions, but consistency is way more important than your attitude every time, than your, what's the word I really want, than kind of like the power you put into it. If you only work out one day a week and you're like, oh, I'm going to be a bodybuilder. Well, that's not, even if you show up with all the motivation of a bodybuilder one day a week, you're not going to get there. But if you choose consistency, then you might. And that's the important part. That is what we're kind of trying to shift to is what can you do consistently? So the first thing I want you to think about is think about a goal you're actually really excited about. Not a goal you feel obligated to do, not something you feel like pressure or that you've tried a hundred times and honestly you just sort of resent the goal at this point. No, no, we don't want to deal with those right now. What I want you to do is think about a goal that genuinely excites you. And it could be anything. It could be reading a certain amount of books or running a certain distance by a certain speed or cooking a certain amount of meals at home or whatever. And make sure you feel excited about it. That's really important. Yes, there will be things about growing as a person that might not always excite you, but there can be a lot of things that do. So let's start there. So find something you're really excited about. And what I want you to realize and settle in is you just start wherever you're at. 
and own it and be okay with that. We are all coming into this life with different strengths and different weaknesses and different baggage and all of these different things we bring with us. And you just need to start where you're at. It's going to be different than maybe where your spouse is at. It's going to be different than maybe your friend or your sibling or this random person you follow on social media. But what you need to own is you and where you're currently at. You can only start where you're here and now. And that is where you have to take ownership from. So accept where you're at. Be kind to that space. Maybe you're kind of ashamed of where you're at. Maybe you're not proud of it. Maybe you're really frustrated. Try and give yourself some kindness in this moment. Try and allow yourself to say, it's okay that I am here and we're going to try and do things differently. And I'm going to love you through this process and I'm going to be kind to you through this process. So be okay kind of just starting where you're at. Now, you have probably heard this before, so I don't want to like overly harp on it, but it's helpful to break goals down in what's considered the SMART way. Now, this is an acronym. SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. Basically, it's very important to have something, and I think the most important couple of pieces are the kind of specific slash measurable because I think you want it to be tangible and then the time bound. And so instead of I want to be healthier, what are you going to specifically change? How are you going to measure it? And how long do you have until you reevaluate if you have attained it or not? So that is very important because You don't want to get to the end of six months and be like, okay, well, I drank a little bit more water than I used to, and I meditated a couple of times, and I went to a workout class, I think six times. I guess I'm healthier. Sure. But is that really what you were going for when you set that goal? Probably not. So start in... in, Start with something that's measurable and honestly start smaller than you think. This is so important. This is something that, again, Darren Hardy talks about because of the consistency. We so often want to go big, right? Let's not eat out at a restaurant for a whole month. Let's completely cut out carbs. Let's work out every single day. Let's drink 100 ounces of water every single day. You know, if you're starting at zero, if you're starting at baseline, A lot of the times, the big extreme goals are just unrealistic and they're unsustainable because they're so different from the life that you've currently been living. So if instead you can say, okay, I am going to make sure I start drinking, you know, however much water, half my body weight in water or in ounces, or even like 60 ounces of water, whatever it is, I don't know, 50 ounces of water. Anything more than you've probably been doing probably helps. I'm going to meditate on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. You want it to be so simple that it almost will feel, feel blah, blah, blah. Cool, cool, guys. It will almost feel silly to not do it because it's like, okay, I'm only doing three days 
out of seven, of course I can do that. That's not that much. I'm only doing one day out of seven. That's not that much. So the cool part is once you get into a groove of doing this consistently in a small way, you'll want to add more. You really will. I promise. But if you burn yourself out three weeks in, you're going to give up for a lot longer and you're going to set yourself further back. So again, once you've picked a goal that you're really excited about and you've been honest with yourself about where you're starting, figure out a way to make it specific, measurable, attainable, relevant to your life and time bound. Okay. That's so important. And I think a a cool way that you can do this is write all this down. Tell someone, talk to someone about it. I love doing vision boards this way with big goals. That's something I want to do when we move to LA is what is my vision for LA in the next six months, in the next year, in the next five years? What do I want to remind myself I'm working towards? What are those goals so that I can see them every day and remind myself why I'm working and doing what I want to do because of what I love? So put these things in writing. Another great thing that you can write out and kind of think through, let's say you have a goal to, um, I don't know, write a book. Sure. Obviously, that feels like a really daunting goal. So what you want to do instead is like write all the different things that go into writing a book. And then slowly narrow those down to the top 10 things that are most important and then the top three things. And once you've gotten yourself down to these are the three things that have to happen for me to have written a book, then you can have a better idea of where to start. And honestly, sometimes it helps to start at the goal and work your way directly back from that okay, if I'm an author, what's the step that happens right before I become a published author? Okay, now that I know that, what's the step that would happen right before that? And then you work your goal all the way back to where you're starting because you know where you're starting. You've, you have acknowledged it and accepted it, so you know your starting point and you probably know your end goal. But until you've written it down and been specific... And until you've figured out a way to work and get there, which can be really helpful to start backwards and work forwards, it feels like this really intangible dream. And again, hope is not a plan. A dream is not a plan. And you have to plan. And trust me, TJ and I have had so many conversations where he has had to be real with me and say, Cammy. It's great that you want to do a podcast and have group coaching sessions and have clients and all these things, but what is the end goal? What are the measurable goals that we're looking at to make sure that you're continuing to move forward? And as much as this is your dream, it will always be a dream unless you add realistic, tangible goals to it. And that's what I want for you. I want you to achieve all of the things that you know you're capable of. But I need you to step back and slow down a little bit. I need you to start a little smaller and build up momentum. Work your way up and believe in the process. Trust that the way that you've probably approached goals for a while hasn't been working. So what's the harm in trying something else? If it doesn't work, you can always go back to the other way that wasn't working. Whatever. 
But I think it's so important to acknowledge that we can all dream really big or have the best intentions, but it's time that we take ownership of those ideas and put pen to paper and acknowledge that if it's something we genuinely want for our lives and we believe we're worthy of it, then it's time to put in the effort. It's time to show up for ourselves. And only as you start doing this, only as you start this process, will you be able to see what's working and not working. That's why the measurable or the time um, span is important too. Because let's say you had a goal to read 12 books in a year. And for whatever reason, that has become much more challenging than you originally thought. You're like seven months into the year already, right? Six months into the year? Five months? Good Lord. You're already almost halfway through the year. And if you have read one book, reading 11 more by the end of the year might be a bit of a stretch. So you need to reevaluate that goal and say, what can I do differently to get closer to this number? And as you continue to reevaluate your goals, check back in with them, be reminded by your vision board, you won't end up a year down the road being like, I don't even know where I'm at and I don't even know how I got here. Because you've chosen to check in with yourself. You have taken ownership of your dream and chosen to try and make that a reality. None of your goals are too silly or too small or too big or too stupid. They're yours and let them be yours. But if you think about something most days, if you want something for yourself that you've wanted for a long time, don't you think you owe it to yourself to try? Don't you think you owe it to yourself to go about it a different way and see if this different approach can work? You do. I promise you, you really do. You're worthy of those goals. You're worthy of those dreams. But if you are approaching it in honestly a too big of a way or too unrealistic, idealistic way, it's no wonder you're not there yet. So take a step back. Think about what you really want. Put pen to paper. Jot all those notes down. Remember SMART goals work your way back from the end goal. There's lots of different ways where you can really start to see how you need to get there. And then make sure you continue to evaluate along the way. So if you are listening and you now have a new goal and you're so excited, go and write that goal on my latest Instagram post or send it to me in a direct message so that I know that you have a new goal for yourself, that you're going to do the work to put in, to get there. This is, you know, maybe something you're like, oh my gosh, I've been wanting to work out more consistently and I realized that I've been going from zero to seven days a week and I'm gonna start off with two. That's amazing. That's a great goal and I am proud of you for choosing that because I assure you, after you've done two days a week for a couple of months, you're gonna wanna add more. I promise you, you're gonna wanna add more. So let me know your goals. I want to be excited with you. And I hope that this encouraged you in those dreams and in those hopes. But I hope that it also encouraged you to take action and to take initiative. Because that will truly make your dreams a reality. Y'all have an amazing day. 
walk into every single moment knowing that you are so worthy and so valuable, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you.